are the ultimate source of inspiration, knowledge, and entertainment, look no further. Network Kingdom is a unique platform that brings together experts from various industries. Through networking and collaboration, we create inspiring conversations that educate, entertain, and motivate our listeners. Whether you're a business professional, an entrepreneur, or simply someone looking to grow their knowledge base. Hello, hello, hello. Today I have with me the amazing Katia. Katia, thank you so much for being on our show. It's such a pleasure to meet you. Thank you for having me. It's my pleasure to be here. And by the way, I love that painting behind you. Ah, yes, it is. Like, I love that. It just brings the tranquility. It's it's a reminder for me of the beauty of life that we, we can have. Nice, nice. So I'm sure that our guests would want to meet you and know what Katia does and what she's all about. Yes. So I love helping spiritual entrepreneurs to overcome their limiting inner stories so that they can indeed create the impact and income that they desire. So that's something I feel passionate about. And I have been doing this work over a decade now. So that's been my journey. And I just love seeing people to overcome those limitations and being able to really feel that we are fulfilling our purpose now. So that's a beautiful blessing that I have been able to witness many times. Nice, nice. Um, when you say spiritual entrepreneurs, what qualifies one as a spiritual entrepreneur? Um, um, yeah, that's a good question. For me, it's normally it's more driven by purpose. They want to do something meaningful. They want to help others. They want to create a positive impact in the world. So that is more for me, the spiritual entrepreneur, that there is the purpose behind the work that they do. Do you think that perhaps... And I'm asking innocently, do you think that perhaps there's some people who go into business and they really don't care whether they're helping people or not? They just want to make money. I, I make, maybe there are, and we all have our different motivations why we start our businesses. And if they are motivated by money, that's, that works for them and that's why I'm fine for them. But I rather work with people who have a deeper calling behind why they want to do what they do. Awesome. And these people, what, 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 what do you think, what would you say is the most common challenge you find in these sorts of people? They often have gone through challenging life experiences or even traumatic life experiences. And what happens often after trauma is that we start telling ourselves stories about what happened because that's our way to navigate through life. We kind of want to find the meaning and why this happened. We create a story within us. And what often happens that these stories that we create, what we make those events mean about us, they are not often supportive. So 
So that might be then holding people back from really sharing their gifts. For example, somebody who might have gone through childhood trauma where they have had challenging experiences when they have been growing up, maybe the caregiver or parent told them to stay out of sight. And then they become spiritual entrepreneur and they want to share their work online. But they have this story, stay out of sight, get out of there. Nobody wants to hear about you. And that is then running in their mind and they try to go out there. They try to do Facebook Live, for example. And it's going to be challenging until they transform the story that is holding them back. And it's possible to transform those stories because our past does not need to equal our future. I tend to agree with you because I also work with people to help them overcome their limiting beliefs. And I find mm-hmm. out that with women, especially women um, from between the ages of 40 and 60, or even 50 and 60, I find that they struggle with visibility because growing up, they were always told that women are not meant to be seen. Mm. Yeah. So they, they always feel like coming out to do lives or things like that is being a bit too shown. Do, mm. you, do you find that also as a common challenge? Um, for some, yes. Uh, I work with uh, both females and females, and I feel like it might be more common uh, with the females because there has been the cultural things, how we have been raised up, and we have been thought that we we are meant for different things. And, for example, starting a business might be something different than what maybe the traditional role for a female would have been, like more being the nurturer, the caretaker in the family. And then you want to go out there and you want to do your own thing. So that might be also the cultural backgrounds might come into play here. Yeah, I... I... I mean, I more and more these days with everyone online, I tend to see that in the past, I used to think some of these challenges, I don't want to call them problems, some of these challenges were peculiar to just my environment. Mm-hmm. But with being online, I tend to see that it's just, it's a, I mean, it's a challenge to anyone, anywhere, not necessarily your geographic, um, your geographic location. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that said, I mean, have you always wanted to be this coach? Yeah. Well, I have always had the calling to bring more light into the world to help others. And I went into normal route, though, because I was working in banking. I was a, a supervisor in one of the world's leading business banks before I jumped into coaching. But I had this calling to help others and it got stronger and stronger because when I was 16 years old, I fell in love for the first time. And maybe you remember also your first love and like all of a sudden everything is 
so much brighter and you just feel the bubbling happiness when you are together. But my love story did not end with the happily ever after. It ended when I heard the news that my boyfriend had died by suicide. And that put me into a very dark place. And I was trying to understand. I was like, why did this happen? And my heart was breaking. Like it was crushed into thousands of pieces because the pain I felt was overwhelming. And I just wanted to understand like why, like, I was blaming myself, like if I would have been more attentive, more attractive, more whatever, he would have stayed. Like I was like, I felt I should have saved him. And as I had not been able to do that, I was not enough. And I was in such a dark place that I almost took my own life because I felt like this pain is too much. Wow. But luckily there was a what we could call an act of craze that I, I experienced this flash of light in my mind at the 11th hour that made me choose life. I was reminded by the love of my parents and I felt like I don't want to pass on this hurt and pain to them. So they, I have to find the way through. And that choice made me start my journey through the grief, darkness, and trauma. And little by little, I started finding then spiritual teachers who helped me on the way. Because they say when the student is ready, the teachers appear. Though over 15 years, I was holding this story as something dark, something as I needed to hide. And I did not want to talk about it because it was way too painful. And maybe some others have gone through life experiences as well. And we feel like it's too much. We can't talk about it. But then, thanks to, again, these teachers, I found the courage little by little to start sharing. First, I started writing. So I was starting to express what was inside of me. And then as I wrote, I started to see my life a little bit from different perspective. And that helped me to start seeing that life didn't happen to me. It happened for me. And that was a turning point. Then I started to see like, oh, there, even though I went through this very challenging life experiences, there was also a learning and growth that came after and that was the things that I wanted to start sharing so that I could help somebody else who is in a really dark spot in their life to see that there is a way through. And, and then when I was in there in the banking, working in that field, this always kept coming back. And it got stronger and stronger so that one day I then said, I need to leave this behind and I need to take that leap of faith and start my coaching business because I want to help others this way. And I did that and it's been challenging but amazing journey. My goodness. I mean, it certainly is challenging, but, you know, like I always say, we never look like what we've been through. 
Mm. Look at you. No one would ever think that you passed through those dark days. Yeah. Now, I always like to leave my guests with tips and insights on how to deal with these dark days because I believe that all of us have those dark days. Mm. And some of us, especially when you're in that dark day, it's very difficult to um, seek help or even, even with information you have on a regular day, it's difficult to reach out and use that information. So I always like my guests to have um, endless information on tips on things they can do if they don't, if they don't even feel like getting out of bed or speaking with anyone, mm-hmm. things they can readily do to um, elevate their mood or just, you know, um, I don't like to use the word snap out of it, but I mean, when I say snap out of it, I mean, like, have a breather for a second to actually think rationally you yeah. know, at that time. What would you, what would be one or two of those tips, you know, that you could share with our listeners that, you know, they find mm-hmm. useful? Yeah. So depending where they are on the journey, but if they are really in that dark spot, it's very important to see where your where your mind is going. Because whether we are focusing on that pain and suffering, which I did for years, I get that. Like it's so easy to focus on that. But you can start shifting your mind to start seeing, like find something you can be grateful for. And yes, it can be sometimes you might need to search, like what can that thing be? But yeah, because at that time, nothing seems you don't yeah you see yeah mm-hmm. you you just feel like there is nothing i just nothing but challenge yourself like okay one thing because it will again help you to direct your mind to seeking something positive because often we might be like focusing on the negative and we see more because what we focus on we see more so that's why, yeah, like checking into like the, what can I be grateful for? What's even if it's something like what's beautiful, like check something in the nature, maybe it's a plant, maybe it's a painting, but just being something different than the pain and suffering. So that's one thing. And then how I help normally people, it's on three levels, like physical, mental, and emotional. So physical thing is like what's happening. And then it might be like checking, okay, what are the thoughts I have at this moment? Because I believe awareness is the key. So checking what am I thinking about myself, others, the situation. And the beauty here is because you can change your thoughts, even though sometimes it feels like my thoughts, I they just go wild. They are what they are. I have no control over my thoughts, but you do. And it is finding, again, what could be one supportive thought that could help you? Say something positive about yourself. And sometimes we are like, oh, 
if you want to say I love myself, but maybe that's not true at the moment. So how yeah. about how about if you choose to say I'm choosing to love myself or I'm willing to love myself? So it's kind of softens it and they might have a little bit less resistance in your mind because that choice you can make anytime. You can choose to love yourself or I'm choosing to support myself. I'm choosing to be kind to myself. And then, yeah. And then the third one was the emotion. So again, we often push away the feelings that we don't want to feel. We put them in a storage unit and put they'll never go here. At least that's what I did. Like I was trying not to go through the feelings of grief and all these things. I was just trying to bypass them and putting them away and the hurt and anger, but that didn't really work. And the more we've tried to push them away, then they bounce back like beach balls and they come back. And that's the moment, instead of trying to push it away, just, just for a moment, sit with that emotion and find it in your body. If there would be one place in your body where you carry it, and this can be sometimes, I don't know, well, choose one. Like, okay, I feel it in my heart. And then you just stay with that sensation for a moment instead of trying to change it, instead of trying to push it away. But you just send the light, you send the love, you just allow yourself to feel it. And I know it can be scary. Sometimes I thought like, if I tune in here, I'm never going to stop crying. <laughs> yeah. Because it can be scary because we have might have avoided these feelings for a long time. Maybe you don't even feel anything because one thing after trauma, you can go numb as well. And that's, that's part of the process. I cut my cord between my thoughts and feelings for a long time because it was too much. That was my survival thing. But little by little, you can connect back and you can start like, okay, I can feel and it's safe. I can do it in a safe place. If you have supportive environment, that's even better. Because we are not here alone, even though sometimes we think we are. So having the supportive environment and then bit by bit, tuning in, sending it light and, and allowing yourself to feel. And then also it's checking in the positive. How would I like to feel? Have I had an event in my past when I felt joy, when I felt love? And tapping into the memory, because then you can, again, remind your body, remind each and every cell in your body, how would that feel like? So you are also bringing forward what you want. Yeah. Amazing, amazing. So do, why do you limit your work with coaches? Do you work with only coaches? Not only, but they often are more seeking the support to overcome their limitations because they have that calling to serve others, to help others. So I do help also people who not necessarily are working in that field, but I just 
share more for the coaches because they have their mission they want to they want to get their work out there so that's why they are often more motivated to seek help and support Mm -hmm. oh, wow, that's amazing. So, you know, um, you've told us how you got to this point and when you were leaving the banking industry, right, mm -hmm. to go into entrepreneurship and start coaching, didn't you feel any fear? Because, I mean, it's like going from where you're sure of the salary uh -huh. to where you're not. How... <laughs> And it's it's the beauty of this was like I had this vision in my head and I was like, okay, I I need to do this. I had the inner knowing this is my next step. And sometimes the beauty is that when you don't know everything, it made them journey to jump easier because afterwards I started this learning journey that has been really rich, but it's been a huge learning I had never been an entrepreneur before so then I had to not only to do the coaching but also marketing admin sales learning all these different things and I was like whoa if I would have known all this <laughs> I'm not sure if I would have done the jump but case in your case ignorance was bliss <laughs> Sometimes it seems to be that way <laughs> because I was just like, I, the calling was so strong that made me just, okay, I, I will do it. And there was a lot of people who said, don't do it. Like you have a good position, you have opportunities, but I just knew it wasn't for me anymore. I, I had been, had amazing time, amazing growth, but then I came to a point where that wasn't an option for me to continue there. I knew I needed to do, do some, something different. And again, I learned as I started my business, first I tried to do this on my own because I thought like, how hard can it be? I'm good with banking system, very complex systems, and I understand them. How hard can it be to start a coaching business? So first tip. Don't ask that question because the universe <laughs> will show you. <laughs> exactly. You got the answer. <laughs> but but it was also the then I realized, okay, I need help. And it has been hard for me to ask help. But I have learned and now I'm real advocate for having support because that we are now meant to do this journey alone. And we can have the support, we can have help from people who have already, they are further along the road, so they can show you, okay, this, these are the steps that worked for me, and maybe they work for you too. And that's, again, testing and checking out what works for you. So though everything you do is alignment with who you are and where you are going. Because there is a lot of teachers out there, but you need to find that which one is aligned with you. Awesome. Oh, wow, Katya, it's been an amazing time with you. I really am living with a lot of nuggets. Mm. I really am with a lot of nuggets. And I'm sure that my listeners are as well. I do so hope so. <laughs> 
if they needed to get in touch with you, how would they do that? Mm-hmm. So I, they can find me my website, which is katyarusanen.com. And I hope that you put the link to the site because my name is from Finland. So it's, it's hard to spell. And then I'm on social media as well. So with my name, you can find me on the main platforms like Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, YouTube. So, so I'd love to inspire your audience further. And that's an opportunity for them to, to just tune in. And I, I'm happy to support them to unleash their full potential. Awesome. 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 Thank you so much, Katia. It's been amazing. And to you listeners out there, you heard from her. So I want to hit her up. I definitely will be to kill all those monsters before they become big babies. Thank you, guys. I'm out. You've been listening to Network Kingdom with Omo Obelor. Remember, if you cannot see where you're going, ask someone who has been there before.